Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Wednesday, June 15th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The rate of military members who die by suicide is at a post-9-11 high. Missouri's Fort Leonard Wood is working on ways to decrease those numbers. How can we make a more positive, healthy environment? How can we make the resources available to the soldiers? Some say the effort is not enough. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All will have that story in just a few minutes. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones has signed an executive order banning controversial no-knock warrants. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports. No-knock warrants became a focus of national advocacy after activists called attention to police killings of unarmed black people during the raids. Now police will have to announce their presence at least three times before entering a residence for a warrant in the city of St. Louis. Mayor Tashara Jones said she wanted to make sure St. Louis was matching other municipalities across the country that made similar changes. Well, this is a part of our commitment to reimagining and improving public safety. Um, We're taking a look at all of our policies and procedures, um, and no-knock warrants was one of them. The mayor's office says the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department hasn't used no-knock warrants in the past year. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis employees are likely to see more money in their paychecks. The Board of Aldermen has given initial approval to higher wages for the city's various departments. That includes a 3% raise and a one-time payment of $2,000. Officials are hoping it will help address a worker shortage. 15th Ward Alderwoman Megan Green says increasing pay is one way to retain employees, but in the future... She wants the city to think beyond compensation. You know, maybe it's child care, maybe it's, you know, other kind of, you know, health savings accounts or, or things like that, um, because we are going to continue to be short as long as we um, are not paying competitive wages. The board is expected to vote tomorrow to send the pay measures to Mayor Tashara Jones. The heat wave continues. The National Weather Service has extended an excessive heat warning for St. Louis until 8 tomorrow night. A heat advisory is in effect for Quincy until 8 tonight, and a similar advisory will be in effect for most of the day in Rolla. All of that follows another record setter yesterday in St. Louis. The Weather Service says the temperature hit 99, surpassing the old standard of 97 set in 1987. City leaders are highlighting resources to stay cool during this record-breaking heat wave. Ameren, Missouri, has donated 850 air conditioners and $200,000 to cool down St. Louis. Mayor Tashara Jones says people should limit outdoor activities and drink plenty of water. The big message we're trying to get out today is to make sure that um, as we are looking at 100-degree heat for the next several days, that people stay safe, that they keep their air conditioners on, and if they don't have an air conditioner, Ameren UE just donated 850. The city also has a map of cooling centers on its website. St. Louis hip-hop artist Mastermind has been named St. Louis City SC's Director of Musical Experience. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, he will take suggestions from music fans on what to play during the club's inaugural season. As a soccer club's Director of Musical Experience, Mastermind will curate music suggestions that fans will submit online. Mastermind says he wants to highlight the region's great musical talent. He says working with the team and gathering fan input will help bring more exposure to local musicians. 
someone can be doing some amazing things. And at the end of the day, you might not even know that it's happening. So really want to utilize this form and moment for people to submit, for us to become fully aware of the arsenal that St. Louis has. Mastermind and St. Louis City SC will host a workshop later this summer to give fans a chance to contribute to the team's sound and image. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Soldiers and veterans dying by suicide continues to be a major problem for the U.S. military. Military suicides hit a post-9-11 peak in 2021 and at a rate that has not been seen since the Great Depression. Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri saw the highest rate of suicides among new recruits and implemented new strategies to address the issue. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, the effort is receiving mixed reviews. Dozens of soldiers and their family members are milling about a room about the size of a gym at Fort Leonard Wood. This is the Resiliency Fair, part of the base's effort to educate military members and their families about mental health resources. They can watch PowerPoint presentations, pick up brochures, and talk with people who can connect them with help. We have these other resources here, financial, family, uh, physical, and spiritual, so they know there's free resources for them. Malia Nemitz has retired from the Army and now works as the installation's suicide prevention manager. She says the goal is to help people see warning signs of mental health problems. And if they see a dramatic mood swing, to have that ability to stop and have that conversation, to say, make sure they know they're part of a team, they're part of an organization, they're not alone. Fort Leonard Wood is promoting things like confidential mental health services and social activities that can help soldiers form friendships. Chaplains are also increasing their role in the effort. Lieutenant Colonel Bradley Godding is head of the chaplains at Fort Leonard Wood. He says soldiers have total confidentiality with chaplains who are attempting to build those relationships from the moment new recruits arrive. As a new soldier comes into the Army, uh, they are given a brief from a chaplain, and those chaplains talk to them about the value of life and the places that they can seek help and get help early. But some people close to military suicide say the armed forces puts too much of the burden on soldiers to get help, and that doesn't do much to solve the problem. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I think it's almost beyond absurd. Sarah Wilkinson is the widow of a Navy SEAL who died by suicide in 2018. She read Fort Leonard Wood's literature on suicide prevention and says it was way too focused on seeing mental health as nothing more than a means to being ready for combat. So right there, what the military is saying is, we don't necessarily need you to be good for you. We need you to be good so you're mission ready. Advocacy groups agree and say the military should be taking the same approach to training commanding officers to spot the signs of mental health problems as they do in training troops for military activities. Chris Ford is the CEO of Stop Soldier Suicide. We don't train people to go to combat through PowerPoint presentations alone. There's hands-on exercises, experiences. Can we invest more hands-on practicum and training and recurring training to routinize and reinforce those skills in frontline supervisors. Fort Leonard Wood leaders say they are committed to long-term efforts to continue to address mental health and reduce instances of suicide. Prevention manager Nemitz says their entire leadership team reviews every suicide attempt on base. Just to make sure that what can we do better? How can we make a more positive, healthy environment? How can we make things 
available? How can we make the resources available to the soldiers? Nemeth says even one soldier's suicide is too many. But human nature and the power of psychological problems will make it hard to prevent all suicides. But she does report an increase in soldiers and their families reaching out and seeking help in the past year. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. This story was produced by the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life and veterans. Funding comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.